Hello everyone. What you're about to hear is an interview that I had with a very dear friend of mine by the name of Lady Anaconda. Uh, this is a woman who I've known for a few years now, and I have a tremendous amount of, of respect for her. Those of you who follow me on Twitter or those of you who are active on Twitter, you may already be aware of, of who she is. Um, I just wanted to record this little intro for those who are not on Twitter, just to give them a little idea of of who she is and, and what she's about. She is a woman who is, by her own um, admission, is a dominant cuckoldress and fendom goddess. This is a woman who takes this lifestyle very seriously and does it in a way that is different from what we're used to seeing. As I like to say, she doesn't just talk the talk, but she walks the walk. She has very strong opinions, very strong beliefs, and she is committed to them. Um, I will be giving out her Twitter handle at the end, but I want to give it to you in the beginning in case you want to pull it up and look at it so that you can have better context as you're listening to her talk. Uh, her Twitter is at Lady Anaconda, H-O-A. That is L-A-D-Y-A-N-A-C-O-N-D-A-H-O-A. Again, at Lady Anaconda, H-O-A. Uh, we recorded this conversation uh, in my suite at Splash Mocha in Florida. And with us was her fiancé as well as her, uh, her cuck was present as well. And yes, she does have a cuck. So sit back, enjoy, prepare to have your mind opened. And as always, I look forward to hearing your feedback. Peace. You are now listening to the Keys and Anklets podcast, your one-stop source for frank and honest information about the hot wife and cuckold lifestyles. You can find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio, or you can head to www.keysandanklets.com and subscribe right from the website. Now, let's get to the good stuff with the host who separates fact from fiction, Michael C. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Michael C., back with another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. And on this podcast, as you all know, I talk about whether it's the cuckolding lifestyle or the stag vixen lifestyle or the BBC lifestyle. My attempt is to just separate fact from fiction and to give you all some insight into what really goes on. So with that being said, um, I'm actually at Splash Mocha right now in Fort Lauderdale, and this is a woman who I've known for a while, and I'm a, I have a tremendous amount of respect for her, and I wanted to bring her on to kind of, you know, talk about how she got into all this and how she views all of this. So I am joined today by uh, Lady Anaconda. Why don't you say hello to everybody? Hello, everybody. <laughs> So welcome, first of all. Thank, thank you, you so much for having me. I've just, it's such a privilege. Thank you. Well, thank you for being here. I, I really appreciate you being here. And what I wanted to do, I, I just wanted to give people an idea of, of who you were, because you have this presence on social media, and I know that it's easy for people to, you know, 
kind of look at you and make assumptions and think that they know what you're about when they really don't. So, you know, what I wanted to do was to have you on and get you to let the people know who you are and who you really are. Absolutely. About. I'm happy to, you know me, I'll go into, I'll go as deep as you want. <laughs> so we'll like I said, all the details. Yeah, like I said, we're, we're, <laughs> we're at splash and I'll be the first to admit we're a few sheets to the wind, you know, <laughs> a few dicks to the wind. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're a few for sheets me to, anyway. Yeah. We're a few sheets to the wind right now. <laughs> but this is what splash is about. It's yeah. very, it's very spontaneous and there's living a, there, your truth, having fun, yeah, connecting with new people. I can't even say how privileged I feel to be here and meet the people that I have already. And it's been a few hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's Let's just say wonderful. There's a tremendous amount of energy. All good too. Splash. I'm telling you the minute I walked in the door, I was like, I'm never going to get up this elevator. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to stand next to this bar talking to these cool people forever. Like, it was just, you know what I mean? Just good vibes immediately. Absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm glad to see that you're enjoying yourself. I've been, I've been telling you about Splash for a, a number of years, and I'm glad that you finally made it out here. Yeah, I'm thrilled. So here's Never going to leave. <laughs> famous last words. So here's where I, w- I would like to start. Where did this all begin for you? Like, okay, you, you, you grew up where you grew up, and you discovered this alternate way of existing how I mean I guess that's the other thing right that I didn't it's not like I had a boyfriend that was like hey here's some kinky stuff that Mm -hmm. I'm into do you want to go do it which seems to be some women that I meet you know they're dating somebody and they get introduced to stuff but I was actually in college and um, I was meeting sexy guys on campus and guess what no surprise they were all black and I realized very quickly that they were not intimidated by me and they made me feel so comfortable in my skin and I just realized that was my the lifestyle I wanted to be was just exclusively black guys and when I would talk to people that I was friends with you know especially when you're a freshman you know you're around so many people Uh, that you just met and I'm just like listen I don't know what you guys are doing but these these black men that I've met on campus are just making me feel so much myself so passionate so amazing and the white boys that I was around wanted to hear all the details and I wasn't used to that Mm -hmm. so I was on campus just hanging out with my girlfriends going on dick field trips together you know arm in arm let's go Okay, wait, 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 wait. You, you said dick field trips? Oh, all the ladies listening know what dick field trips are. Listen, you have your wonderful slut friends that you both are just fully liberated, having the best time and knowing that you want a partner in crime, you know, to kind of have your back, you have her back, go on these trips together. And especially when you find uh, guys that are friends with each other that are comfortable with that kind of stuff, especially if they're roommates, ooh, it went down. That was just, that was the best. <laughs> okay, so here's what you said that, makes me curious um you said that you got into this and you started encountering men who were not intimidated by you oh yeah because i mean not just my height like i'm six feet tall right so that's enough for some some people okay so you're are you six feet in your because i know you are every time i see you you got here five eleven and a half i claim it you're right (laughs) five eleven you call me on it that's fair i'm saying i'm I'm five eleven and a half i'm just asking so Mm -hmm. that's fair keep me honest i like it so what do you think the intimidation was based solely on your height, or was there? Oh, no. was there something more to it? No, I mean, you know, just uh, 
again, you're not intimidated by me, but I'm a, I'm a dominant personality, you know, as much as I identify as a switch, you know, I'm very vocal, opinionated, honest, loud, sexual. I'm just going to say what I want. Mm -hmm. And being in college, being around so many different people, I realized that there were, there were guys that responded to that. Mm -hmm. There were these sexy black guys I was meeting that were like responding to that sexually in a way like, Oh, you're a challenge. That's fun. And I'm like, Oh, you're a challenge. That's fun. Um, and then there was other guys I was meeting that were not in any way like sexually driven by it. They wanted to hear about what I was doing with other guys. And that was the first time I'd ever encountered that. Was okay. that, was that strange to you? Like to find guys? Cause you know, I mean, and here's what I always say. It seemed like, natural. Yeah. Like I, I, I get that, you know, going through society, especially as a female, you hear that, you know, uh, uh, you know, guys get jealous. Guys get jealous because they love you. You know, that's the reason why we get jealous. Mm -hmm. If a guy doesn't get jealous, then he doesn't love you as right, much. Like right. that, that mm -hmm. whole that whole bullshit. When did it start to like make sense to you? Like, like, oh shit, okay. Guys can be turned on by me doing what I do, and it's not coming from a place of, you know, like insecurity. I mean, to be honest, actually part of it came from bartending and just the number of different conversations I would have with people, and especially like I would have, and I don't even want to say just white guys. I'm not even going to, you know, say that. Like just men would come in that were not black guys, so basically anything else, and they would come in and they would have conversations with me. And it, I don't know, it's just their comfort with themselves was not there the same way. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, they just, the insecurity, I could pick up on it and I could mm -hmm. mess with it. And I, and I, you know, as a bartender, it's kind of like when you're a stripper, like you just can kind of be sexual and mess with dudes' heads. You can manipulate right. them all day long if you want. So you kind of have to just be a good person and not like, you know, whatever, uh, super mess with them. But it just, that was kind of how I found out I should be looking into making it a part of my lifestyle more because there were guys that really responded to that dominant side of me mm -hmm. and really responded to kind of that inferiority complex that they had. Um, there's definitely, you know, a white guilt element because I was in college, you know, talking to them about all sorts of, um, I don't know, social and political issues. And I just, it kind of all tied together even then. So one of the, one of the things that I've I've talked about on my show before, and I actually did an episode uh, not too long ago. And for those of you who are listening, it's the that's the game of pool episode where I talked about the fact that for for any of this that we all are engaged in, there is a there's a lifestyle component to it. And there's also a fetish component to it. Now, I've never hidden the fact that, you know, uh, there was a period of time where I myself was a sex worker in the sense that I, I learned early on that, oh, shit, there are guys out there that will pay to watch me fuck a white woman. Mm -hmm. And, you know... I've been very honest about the fact that 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 taught me a lot about this lifestyle, because when you do that, you encounter a lot of different personalities mm. and you learn not only what they're looking for, but 
what separates a guy who is living a fantasy versus a guy who's actually uh, pursuing this Mm -hmm. as a lifestyle. And you understand that as bad as they may want it, if their partner is not into it, they really don't have a recourse. You know what I'm saying? Like they 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 kind of have this secret life mm-hmm. that they enjoy and they get their fix, you know, so to speak. Um, but it's something that it's never going to play out for them in real life. You know what I'm saying? Like like all you can do is present it to your partner and if you're a guy and you present this to her and she's not with it, there's you really don't have much recourse. You know, unless you're going to leave her, but mm-hmm. that's not very realistic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I, I, it was something that was very enlightening to me in that I learned that, okay, this is an itch that you get to scratch because if you remove this, you're basically stuck in whatever mundane existence you know that you're a part of, and. In a weird sort of way, I guess I respected that because it's like, okay, you're going to ride or die with her. Like, you're not going to leave her because this is something that you want. You're just going to find a way to get it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You're going to find a way to get it in a way that... Well, that's what's interesting about the fact the way I'm online, mm-hmm. right, is because I was living a cuckoldress lifestyle without the name for it. Back back in the day, before I was even 21, um, and I didn't, I had guys that I would meet on campus that wanted to hear all the details of what I was doing with these sexy black guys I was actually fucking, drive me around, take me on dates, you know, all this stuff. Um, and now, fast forward to being a professional um, dominatrix online and, you know, a lot of different kinks, I'm getting to talk to not just these guys, like you're saying, like that are looking for an outlet for this kink that maybe they haven't found a place to have it in their actual lifestyle. And, you know, maybe the play to play guy, pay to play guys that are just trying to pay me for a Skype show. And like you said, they're just going to have this Skype show and talk about it and live out the fantasy for 20 minutes and then go back to their normal life. But I've been able to use the, that domination element of locking a guy in chassis and having a level of control over him to make him have conversations Mm-hmm. With the woman in his life, whether that's his girlfriend or, you know, his fiance or his wife. And because for me, I want women to know that their dude is like this. I want them to know, not in a home wrecking style. Right. I want it to be a, a lifestyle elevation. Mm-hmm. I want them to realize your dude is kinky and wants to have a kinky lifestyle. And you don't have to do you know, oh, whatever he's asking for, just understand the door is open. Go find out what's out there that you might like. What fantasies have you thought about? Think how you can use the fact that he wants literally kind of anything kinkier than what he's, what you two are living already. Like open that door, be the woman that has the power of the pussy (laughs) to be like, I want to experience this. How do you feel about that? I want to do this. You know, don't don't just be like, oh, well, I guess I'll fuck some other guy because, oh, he's that. No, like really take charge of it. And that's why, you know, I love these empowered women that I'm meeting now because that's all I ever wanted to see in any community was women being like, oh, I've got the power to make this about me, my experiences, my pleasure, and potentially build a new intimacy with my partner, this guy that may identify as a cuck or 
right. you know, whatever else. I, I think, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but like I said, I've, I've known you for a while. I followed you. We've had conversations. One of the areas that I feel as though that there may be a disconnect mm-hmm. is people may look at you and look at what you say and think that you have a certain level of disdain mm-hmm. for for guys that are cucks. And, yeah. and, and the way that sure. I see it is <laughs> the aspect that you have disdain for is, and I've, I trust me, I've seen this as well, is the guys that try to manipulate their women into giving them yeah. what they want. The alpha I mean, cucks. Right. I'm an alpha cuck. Whereas I I'm think- I'm calling the shots. I'm running the show. <laughs> She's not in charge. Right. It's like, what do you get from that? What do you get from trying to limit her? What do you get? You're not going to get the better experience being so afraid of where she could take you in all of this. It's so sad to me. And that's one of the things that I, I enjoy about, you know, talking to you and knowing you. And I, you know, that I find myself saying I wish people would listen to her more is a lot of what you talk about is female empowerment now it may seem a bit extreme you know (laughs) to some people but I think that you really bristle or I'm sorry bristle against I might bristle too we don't know what that means yet I might do that too (laughs) is when you see husbands boyfriends cucks what have you that are trying to manipulate they're women. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a case of you're very sensitive to that. Like the moment, like not even the moment, like the, the second you get that impression, well, there's it, also, it, affect, yeah. it affects you. And you notice it. Not only do you notice it, but you call it out. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you, you, and I, I don't, I don't want to jump to a topic that we're already leading up to, but I mean, obviously in addition to me wanting women to take charge a little bit more of their lifestyle and making the choices and, and understanding that if their partners being like, Hey, I've got these fantasies, you know, da, 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 realizing the opportunity that it is for them to explore, mm-hmm. you know, themselves and everything. M- my biggest issue really is what I felt like I saw from the outside looking into not just the swinging community or the cuckolding community, but just, just kinky lifestyles in general, where it seemed like at the end of the day, it was two white people high-fiving each other that she fucked a black guy and they were calling that worshiping black supremacy. And what are you, what are you really doing for that black man other than her bodies are not reparations? So there was like, you know, I think just a whole, and not, I don't want to get political and whatever, you know, but it's just, <laughs> there was that whole element to me where I was just kind of frustrated by it. So in my domination lane, which is why I don't, you know, jump on other people's pages or whatever, because I'm in a consensual female dominant BDSM kind of lane of my own where I have guys that have um, the conversations that they're not sure who to have them with about, mm-hmm. you know, how they don't know how to talk to their wife about this or they have insecure feelings about this or, you know, whatever. And, you know, that I may seem extreme to some people, but I am at the end of the day, having a lot more just, you know, uh, therapeutic kind of conversations with guys about whatever they're dealing with, even though 
my femdom content seems kind of extreme. It's just, it's like these are harbored feelings that, you know, some guys have and they don't really know how to even open up to their wife and I, and I want them to be able to. So, you know, it's just, I'm kind of all over the place because there's so many guys that have like different ways that they're in the lifestyle, honestly. And they're at different places with their, the women in their lives. So I don't, I, don't I mean, personally, like I don't, okay. I don't, I don't see you as all over the place. And really? Because I, I feel like I cover a lot of ground, but no, I appreciate and, and, that. And, no, and, here, and here's, why, here's why I say that. You know, being that I have the background that I do, and I understand that, you know, you have, you know, guys who are on one side versus guys who are on the other side. I know that there are guys out there who, like I said, they could never live this in a real lifestyle context. Like I said, they've... they've Some of them, yeah. Right. Sure. They, they've presented it to their wives and she's not with it. But I understand Or they're that pretending they have a wife. Because, right, because I'm talking to them online, right? Yeah. Oh, my wife, Sally, of three years. Sally doesn't exist. Like, we, all, we also should acknowledge that fact that I am fully aware that there are a lot of times I talk to people and it's full fabrication and that's part of the fantasy play of yeah. talking to a financial dominatrix of a female dominant online, you know? So... I don't but want I, anyone to think I'm that naive. No, just no, but full PSA right now. I, like I feel like the 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 financial aspect of it, because like I said, I did my thing and it was it was it was great. You know what I'm saying it was honestly, it was like taking money from a baby. <laughs> it was it was like it was very easy to do. That is how easy it is. Yes. Yeah, but, but that's what my responsibility as a white woman is to, and has been from the beginning to be like, no, go buy from a black-owned business, go no. donate to the ACLU. And Go to you know because that's my power as a white no, woman for and real. You 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 give Big me a, you give me a good segue in that one of the things that I've always respected about you is as much as you enjoy this lifestyle and you know people can have whatever opinion uh, 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 about you that they do, but one of the things that I've always respected about you and I've had this conversation with you and I've told you before is. You actually at least make the effort to get people to, hey, don't just do this from a sexual aspect, but. How can you move, put some of that energy somewhere else? Yeah, like, positive, like, like, yeah. like move, well, the, move the cause forward. Yeah. There's like, a lot of energy to spend just on porn or just on yourself. Ex exactly. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, like, hey, these are people that you can listen to, people that you can talk to that are actually trying to improve, you know, whatever it is, this group of people who have been subjugated by, you know, whatever society is doing to make things better. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I see it. I don't see a lot of it. Mm. So when I do recognize it, it's like, oh, okay, this person is actually trying to make a difference. Like you might not necessarily agree with the method that she is going about doing it, but. Well, some people don't like sex work in general, though. That was like, you know, years ago when I joined, I'm not even going to say because I don't care, but some website, you know, whatever. I just found out very quickly like, oh, this is very much a place for people that are just, they're living their daily lives. They have their job, they have their family, they have their whatever, and they need their escape um, you know, so maybe they go to a, a swinger party on the weekends and I had to really accept the privilege that I have that I've built the lifestyle that I have for myself that I can kind of 
go wherever, do whatever. Mm. And not everybody has that luxury. They can't just put their face out there doing whatever. And, you know, like I had to kind of understand that not everybody is comfortable with the fact that people make a living out of it because for them, they don't want that brought to their escape. They don't right. want politics brought to their escape. They don't want money brought to their escape. They don't want all these. And I, and that's the whole point, right? It's a fantasy. There, yeah. There's an escape element of, you know, that needs to be respected, you know, and that's, again, one of the reasons why I, I stay in my lane a lot. People know where I'm at. They know what I'm doing. And the women that I work with that I'm privileged enough to work with, the men and the women, um, you know, I am very, very blessed to get them to understand where I'm coming from what kind of content I'm trying to make, where, you know, what kind of message I'm trying to send. But I don't try to force understanding so <laughs> on, on anybody, you know, it's like you get it or you don't. For so real. This, this is one of the things that I know about you. And I would like you to, like I said, I have listeners, you know, all over the globe. And I would like you to, you know, to try to, in the best way that you can to explain it to them. And that is, you catch a lot of heat. Like, you catch a lot of heat, you catch a lot of flack, you catch a lot of... I made a fire, I don't mind. Yeah, you catch, a, you catch a lot. And I would like you to just, you know, just for this moment, I know you're not the type to, you know, wallow in your own self-pity. Because I don't feel at all. Like, right. But you be, do catch it. But, yeah, you do but catch not it. really. But, like, what? Let's think about it real quick. Honest to God. Like, let's think about it. Where am I, quote unquote, catching flack? Really? It's in comments. We, oh, do you think I have, does anybody here think I have time to sit around and read comments? Because here's what you have to remember, too, about, like, one of the reasons I was a financial dominatrix out, out the door immediately right off the rip was because I'm not going to pander to anybody who thinks they're entitled to my time because my tits are online and there's a shit and no disrespect to any of any women do whatever you like to do i'm not coming for anybody but it's like there's women that are that just whether they're on tiktok or or twitter tits out not tits out they feel like they have to really like pander to their audience in a way of like hey thanks for that comment like to every co like they, they've got 20,000 followers. You can't be like, that's crazy. They're not, they don't own you. They don't own your time. You can do what you want. Be in control. Like, do what you want to do. Respond when you want to respond. You don't owe anybody anything. So I think that's my dominant energy. But I'm just kind of like, you know, I'm not, I don't <laughs> owe anybody that's why, like, if you come to me, I'm going to talk to you about it. Ask me a question. I go on Instagram and I answer questions. I, no, you know, I'm, you. no, very, I jump very, around. I'm available. Yeah, you're very accommodating. <laughs> like, I keep the door closed for people who don't need to have it open to them, but I'm very accessible, you know, for people that just want to have a conversation, first of all. And I answer questions, but I, you know, the people that catch flat, the, the people that I'm catching flack from are like people commenting on my world star video being like, oh no, man, she's a single mom in the makeup, boo, boo, boo. You don't know anything. You don't know anything. What am I going to argue with them on world star comments? Of course I'm not. It doesn't mean anything to me. Somebody like you, if you were to sit me down and be like, hey, I'm really concerned about something that you said or something that you did because I care about you and I care about what's going on. Like that is something that I'm going to be like locked in. Mm -hmm. That matters. If my, if my owned cuckold slave who's over there taking pictures of me, if he says something that he's like, I really care about you, goddess. This is something I have to tell you. I'm listening. Somebody who cares about me, I'm listening. 
online, not online, but if you are just a jabroni and a comment on TikTok, I'm not losing sleep, baby. Okay, You're just you, probably you, mad. You, you oh, I'm like speaking really to like you. W, oh, WWE flashback. <laughs> <I was saying laughs> like, it sounds like I'm speaking to you and you don't want to talk about it. Like, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like a personal problem. So that's where no, I'm at. When I, when I say catching flack, and it, com- it comes from everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, there, there's a very, uh, I guess, diverse group of people that it, that it, that it comes from. I and could trust wear a me, Puritan outfit and I would catch flack. Yeah, so, no. you know what I mean? It's America and people feel very entitled to their opinions. Well, let's be honest. When there's it, that when too. It, when, it, when it comes to women expressing their interests. Mm-hmm. Especially enjoy- sexual. Yeah, en- enjoyment. Mm-hmm. You know, of anything sexual. Well, men don't want that. They want to control, control, control. Do we want to go down this road? We can go down whatever road you want to go down, baby. No, nah, I mean. <laughs> because we I, all know that yeah, the, I mean, I've, it's I've, puritanical in, like, essence, but it's all about control. And, like, we can't have women out here using sex work to become billionaires because then they'll learn that they don't have to fuck anybody for money. They can do whatever the fuck they want to do. Nah, I mean. They could have 20 cock wallets waiting in the goddamn wings to buy them a new Lexus. Like, they could do whatever they want to do. And the patriarchy can't have us know that. Like, we, <laughs> like listen, I'm trying to be chilling right I'm drinking tequila. Let's go. No, we no, go. no. We're, like I said, we're at Splash. We're having a great time. It's been a what great are, To night. the winds, dicks to the winds is yeah. what we are and all that. Yeah. No, but it's... You know that's where my head's at, though. No, I get it. And it's... <laughs> so. I'm... I'm very much in in favor of and and encourage women to be their sexual selves, truest selves. And mm-hmm. I can't be in this lifestyle and not recognize just the the, the sheer amount of shit mm-hmm. that that women get. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like just the fact that a woman is, you know, what I'm saying and empowered and doing what she enjoys mm-hmm. and, and catching shit for that. And that's one of the things that, you know, if I were to ask for what I'd like people to take away from whatever our conversation may mm-hmm. evolve into is to recognize that here is a woman who is pursuing what she enjoys and yet, People have a problem with that, and it's like, okay, well, why do they have a problem with that? Because if it, it calls into question their own existence, right? Of course. Because if it was a guy that was doing it, mm-hmm. people probably wouldn't have as much of a problem with it. You know what I'm saying, and there and there's something that's inherently again. Wrong I'm not with trying that. to go all the way down the beta mind. You know, yellow brick road here, but like, I mean, there's like, a lot of that mentality of like just being like a lot of guys I talk to. They're just they're so at peace with sexualizing whatever inferiority complex they do, which it doesn't have to be real. It doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't have to be you really are inferior, right? It doesn't. But they if that's feel what you that. Yeah, they if that's what feel you it. And my and that's my point. It's like if they feel it, they should be able to embrace it. They should be able to be honest about it. Just the same as like if a woman's like, I'm bored as fuck. Mm -hmm. I want 10 lovers a week, a day. Like I want you to watch and hold my legs. I want you to clean me up after. I want you to try and fuck me after and be like my tiny little dicklets lost in here. And just I want to come just from you being such a failure. Like I want 
that to be the norm. Like I want, you know, these, cause again, you know, not all, some white guys, they, they look like Thor and they think they're going to conquer the world. But at the same time, like they go home at night and they jerk off in the corner and they're like, one black guy is going to ruin my legacy. And uh, like, you know, like I didn't, I didn't fucking create that. So like no. you want to, you want to just come to me and be like, you fetishize black men. Yes. I originated it. Thank you so much for the privilege. Like, wow. Wow. Wild. But you know, it's just, I don't think people, again, I hope that I don't want to say this, but I don't think people realize just how many guys are coming and talking to me about their white inferiority complex consensually i'm not going out in the streets and being like you're a white boy you're a loser get over here like i wish good to be honest like and it happens but like i'm not just doing that every day like these this well, is a consensual conversation i'm having with somebody who's being honest with me and to be honest most of the guys i talk to i make them incorporate these feelings into their lifestyle i make them have to do some level of service or donation or something because they really don't know how to like reason with it. They're like, why do I have these feelings? I'm like, well, let's do something about it. Like instead of just feeling guilty or weird or whatever. No, And that's something that, you know, saying I can resonate with you about is, like I said, I come from a background where, you know, this is what I did. This was the, this was the world that I was involved in. And I know that all you can do is, put your message out there and say, this is what I'm open to talking about. This is what I'm receptive to mm-hmm. listening to. And they are going to come to you. Yeah. Like, it's not like you're out there knocking on every door yeah. or, you know, sending emails to people. And that's what I would like people to understand is these people are coming to you. Yeah. And I'm like, and 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 not only not in only, a community, like, yeah, come on. <laughs> not, not only are they not only are they coming to you, but they are coming to you, and they are, you know, bearing their souls mm-hmm. and expressing a part of themselves that they don't tell anybody else. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I said, and and not to beat a, a dead horse, but this is a world that I existed in, so. I get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember the conversations that I've had with people, whether it's, you know, hey, I, I tried to talk to my wife about it, and she just, you know, like, she just wasn't with it. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I tried to to expose her to this. and Sometimes she just needs to talk to a woman. Right. That and is such a big part. Like, on, just hearing from another woman, no, I love this lifestyle. And that's That what, goes so far. And that's a big reason as to, you know, why I started doing what I do now, which is to give these guys who have these desires and have these ideas, because I know prior to me doing this, pretty much all they had was porn. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, this is what I'm feeling, but the only thing I can really show you is porn. And now that, you know, I've started this and not just me, but other people who are doing it. It's like, hey, listen to this woman talk about it. Mm-hmm. Listen to this couple talk about it. Yeah. Understand that he loves her and he wants her to be happy, but this is what he's feeling. Yeah. And for her to listen to, you know, other women talk about it. 
and that's that's important to me like that's yeah. it's important to me to hear women talking to other women about hey yeah. this is an option for you it's okay to feel this way it's okay to go against what society may have said you're supposed to think because right. every everything that I talk about on my podcast is it's always about female empowerment and and that's the one thing not the one thing but that's a, a major thing of what I would like people to take away from whether it's listening to you or following you or you know wh whatever level of interaction that they have with you is to say okay at the end of the day she is about she is about a woman doing what she wants to do you know what i'm saying and if a guy is truly a cuck meaning if he's truly about you doing what is important to you then he will not try to steer you right. into the right and there's a, a a term that uh one of the 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 wives that i've had on my show before um she came up with the term of uh cuckdus um, i'm sorry um uh what's the word um now i'm drawing a blank <laughs> oh i wish i i wish no I knew what no it was. no sorry. no no i i know exactly uh <laughs> Kink dispensing. Okay. Oh, that yeah, is, that is yeah, the yeah, word, yeah. Kink dispensing. Mm -hmm. Where, yeah. for those of you who don't know, just humoring when, his. Yeah. When you have somebody who is involved in kink dispensing, it's okay. I want you to do this when it turns me on. Right, the way that it turns me on. Right yeah. when it when it when don't it no, identify with yourself too much in this. Exactly. Because I need it a certain way. Right mm -hmm. when it no yeah. longer turns me on. Yeah. I don't want you doing this. And that's something that... Because an empowered I, woman doesn't have to be an empowered slut. An empowered woman is just an empowered woman. Whatever she wants to do, period. Right. 100%, exactly. So if you're just trying to do what your husband wants to do what your husband wants, that's not... It's and not that, about you. You're not make. You're not even thinking about yourself and like, what do I want? What do I like? What am I? What am I getting turned on when I'm thinking about it? Exactly. And that's something that, you know, for better or for worse... I encounter it like mm -hmm. I see it I like I like I see a lot of kink dispensing like yeah. I and I and I try to call it out whenever I can and in in my own way like I try to call it out whenever I see it like wait a minute you want her to do what you want her to do mm -hmm. and you say that you are this way or that way but it's only relevant when she's doing what you want her to do. Right. And I'm saying like, if you, if you truly want her to be empowered and you truly want her to embrace, you know, this side of herself, then you have to be able to sit back and, and let her find let it her, evolve itself. Yeah. yeah. Let her find her do you own know, way. That's actually like the first thing that I say when guys are, and again, they might be lying. They might not have a girlfriend or a wife or whatever, but when a guy first pays to message me and wants to talk to me and say something about, can you convert my wife? That's because that's a kink. Yeah. Convert my wife. There might not be any wife, but they want to have this conversation. And whether the wife is real or not, that first conversation, the first thing I say to them is, well, you have to approach it from her perspective. Do you know her? Do you know what she's into? 
what is she what is she like before she met you? What is she like with you? Like what do you talk about? Do you watch porn together? Have you ever talked about fantasies? Like I I grill them because they're paying me, right, to talk to them. Yeah, so I'm bullying them in some capacity. I'm going to bully you about this supposed woman that you're talking about and what is the deal? You know, cuz I won't, if you're going to actually talk to a real woman about this, it has to come from what kind of pleasure is she going to get out of this? What is she going to, what is, are you going to be, like you're saying, ready for her to take the lead and take this wherever she wants to take it? Mm -hmm. Because as, especially like as her cuckold, you know, that role specifically, like you're focused on her pleasure. You're focused on her experience. So it should never be a kink dispenser situation. So that's like the, you know, as a financial dominatrix, again, like I might be talking to guys that are just, oh, here's a fantasy in my head, you know, da, 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 the first time I'm ever talking to them, but it doesn't matter. I target it the same way. I talk to them about it the same way, because if there is a woman involved that maybe I'm going to get the chance to talk to even, I want them to know this is where I'm coming from with it is, you know, I might talk to you about cuckold stuff and all sorts of wild fantasy stuff. But if you're talking to me, how do I convert my girl? Let's talk about it for real. Yeah. No. Let's talk. No, no, no. Let's break it down. Let's talk about it for real. And that's, you know, uh, like she said, probably already interested. <laughs> and she just wasn't cluing you in on it. Let's all talk about that real quick. <laughs> that's one of the things that, you know, I've always enjoyed about talking to you is, I guess, I don't get distracted. You know what I'm saying? Like when I talk to you, I'm able to see, uh, no. you know, uh, not only what you're talking about, but I, I've I've seen you around other women, even tonight, you know, being at Splash and, and seeing how you interact with other women. And you love seeing them embrace that power. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you take yes. it. I you, want them to know what they want and go right. for it. You yes. take it. You own it. You, you do what you want to do, not what they want you to do, not what he wants you to do, mm-hmm. but you do what he wants you to do I'm sorry, you do what you want to do, and hopefully he's on board with that. I would tell you, even when I'm with the most dominant man and I'm obeying, 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 if I just, like, have, like, a good idea and I do it, 99.9% of the time they're, they're like, woohoo! So it's like, you know, I just, I want women to realize their freaking power. Like, you know, even you, you love obeying and he loves you obeying. All of that's great, but, like, you got some good ideas, girl. You got some good instincts and rely on those because no, <laughs> it's going to be good. And, 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 and my thing is, I guess I, I wish more women knew this inherently, but mm. I, I understand the, uh, I guess the roadblocks for, for, for yeah, of a, a better word. That There's a whole are, patriarchy that, working against them. Are you right. kidding me? That are, Trying that to are devalue in, their existence as a sexual being because they want like full profit off of women's bodies. They don't want women just yeah. out here like, I'm going to make $100,000 this month just wearing bikinis on OnlyFans. They're like, Mm-mm, can't have that. We don't like that shit. Shut that shit down. And that's just reality. Like, no, you I know, mean, it's, that's I've the often, world that they're up against. I've often said <laughs> that, you know, and, and, and people who have listened to me know that I've said this is I always try to get men to understand just the amount of shit that women are up against. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I've often said that as men, and any man who's listening to, to my podcast right now knows this, as men, we, we've never had to apologize for 
liking sex, enjoying sex for the sheer purpose of enjoying sex. Like we've always been given this kind of carte blanche to, hey, I like it. I enjoy it. It's fun. You know, go out there and sow your oats. Like we've always been given that kind of green light. Yeah. I'm saying to doing that. And one of the things that I've recognized is, you know, as a, as, as a woman, you're pretty much given two instances where people won't give you shit for fucking. And that is making your husband happy and trying to have a baby. Like anything, anything. Well, those are the only reasons you should be having sex. Exactly. Right? <laughs> any, any, anything outside you of that. Should not be just trying to please yourself. I don't know what's happening. Here. Right. Anything outside of that, people are going to have a problem with. And my thing has always been, well, why? Why do people have a problem with that? Why is it okay for a guy to do it over here, but if a woman tries to do it over here? I mean, again, do you want me to get real deep on the white patriarchy, just wanting to control female sexuality so that they could be like, well, I can pay your bills, so you should really marry me, and then they're just stuck in the house all day because they're just like, well, I'm paying your bills, so you need to just stay here, and everyone wants to be like, prostitution's illegal, and I'm like, that sounds like prostitution, like you're controlling her with money, like what's going on, like, you know, I've got a lot of opinions on this, I and I'm really do. trying hard not I, to like. I, I, I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> I have a lot of opinions about power play and financial like benefits of like I've got the money, you go sit over in the corner and shut up. Like you know, it's real, and we don't want to talk about it because like I want to have sex. It's like that's great, but can we talk about the realities? Of, like, I guess the implications in society because we're going forward in here, society here, all together. Here's what I would like to see, and and I know that we have, uh, I know he's quiet on the mic right now. Oh but yeah, we, we have we have your king here judging with us. silently yeah. in the corner. Yeah, we have your we have your king here with us, and I you know I've had this conversation with people before, and it's like being a black man in this lifestyle, and I've I've talked about this on on previous episodes. We hear people who. You know, whether they try to say this or they try to say that. And, and, and the example that I give is we grew up, we've, we've all been around people, you know, other, you know, people of color who, for whatever reason, they don't eat pork. Mm-hmm. And they try to give us, they try, the people that enjoy pork, they try to give reasons for why you shouldn't enjoy that. And when you hear that, kind of on a constant thing you 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 develop this mentality where it's like believe what you want to believe this is what i'm going to eat i mm-hmm. fuck with you this is what i eat if you don't fuck with it fine i'm not going to lose any sleep over it this is what i'm going to do and the reason why i bring that up is when you have people who think a certain thing believe a certain thing you learn to create that distance between them and when they don't necessarily agree with what you agree you don't have any any ill will towards them but at the same time you're not letting them affect your day i'm saying you're not letting them affect your day you're you're going about what you're going about and you know, I don't, I don't know another, I'm trying to find another, another way to put it. You know, you just, you know, it's like, 
you do you. You do you. I'm going to do me over here. And I understand that I'm not going to convince you. I'm not going to change your mind. But at the same time, I'm not going to waste my time, effort, and energy into trying to convince you that you should be thinking the way that I think. And all I want you to do is to give me the same respect that I'm giving you. In other words, you're telling me that I shouldn't eat this. Cool. I'm going to eat it. I'm not trying to tell you to eat this, but stop trying to tell me that I shouldn't. I'm saying stop trying to tell me that I shouldn't do this. Stop trying to tell me that because of whatever you feel, whatever you think, that I'm making some kind of mistake. I'm saying and that's one of the things that I really appreciate about you is you take a lot of shots. You take a lot of criticisms, but I feel like you've always been consistent in that message of it's all about female empowerment. In other words, I always try to boil everything down like, okay, what's really going on here? What's really being said here? Not what, not what are people saying, but what's really being said here? And that's the message that I've gotten from you is it's always been about I want women to recognize their worth. I want women to recognize what they bring to the table. I want women to recognize, you know, where they shine, where they exceed, to embrace your own power. And for me, it doesn't matter if I agree with what you're saying, disagree with your saying, that's a message that I can get with because that's a message that I have always tried to present to people is it's about her. Not necessarily it's about her like you should, you know, you should relegate yourself to the back. But if you truly want her to embrace this side of her, then you have to be willing to accept and at least acknowledge all the bullshit that they have to go through. You know what I'm saying? All of the fucking shit that they have to hear and whether it's in media or people talking or their own family. I mean, I've often said like the as much as men are responsible for whatever slut shaming is going on, the very first time I heard it on television on media and mainstream was a woman talking to another woman. And I said it was the golden girls. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like, in my opinion, Blanche should have been fucking celebrated. This is mm-hmm. a woman who was, you yeah. know, in her fifties and sixties. And like, you know what, this is what I enjoy. I'm going to go out and do it. I'm having fun. I had the love of my life. I'm not trying to replace that. This is the life that I'm living. But instead, she was fucking run through the presses and 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 shamed and you know everything that went along with it. And so that's one of the things that I have always respected and enjoyed about you is 
at the end of the day, that's always been your message. Well, I have to imagine, too, because you talk to so many, um, you know, different, I mean, not just cuck guys, but, you know, kinky guys, whatever. And I'm, I just know that the cucks that you talk to that have, as you're saying, supported their woman finding her own identity in her kink lifestyle have only like the best things to say about it in the sense of like just oh I didn't inhibit her she now and now my life is better than ever because she's like she took control of it um because it just I I just feel like that's that's the response I get is like the the guys that I make talk to the women they That's my phone. No, that's your phone. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was just like, I'm no. not good with sign language. I'm not like a. I can edit that part out. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I just feel like it's obvious that like the guys that you talk to that have really made their their journey about her finding herself and her, you know, following her pleasure and her fantasies and like being a part of that will only have good things to say about it because, you know, they're not like you're doing the kink dispensing. They're letting her really find herself and they're getting so much more fulfillment out of be truly being a cuckold and truly seeing her become everything that she could be in pursuing her own pleasure and her own, you know. And so, I mean, I, you know, and to your point about these guys that want to just try and kink dispense like they're just they're afraid to let go of control they're afraid to let go of control they just want to like you said just put her in a role that they see in their head instead of taking the chance and taking the leap just like you know if you're dating somebody and you decide to fall in love you gotta take a chance like you don't know if it's gonna work out you gotta kind of take that chance and and see where it can go if you're gonna actually support her in being her best her best self her freest self her truest self and really make it about you know and, the pleasure and, that everyone's seeking out, wanting to be a part of in the first place. <laughs> so. No, absolutely. This, this, And this is something that I would, you know, for all of my listeners out there, like I understand that everybody doesn't necessarily identify with the, the cuckolding aspect right. of it. Yeah. And I will say this, being someone who is in a, a, you know, whether you want to call it a stag vixen type of dynamic or, you know, our dynamic is, you know, I'm the dominant, she is the submissive. Mm. But at the end of the day, I still want her to be her authentic self. And other husbands, boyfriends, partners that I've met who, even if their dynamic is them being the dominant and she being the submissive, they still want her to, like, they want her to embrace that part of herself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Again, and it doesn't have to be, yeah, sub versus dom. Like, she doesn't have to all of a sudden be like, oh, I now I have to be dumb and I've never been dumb. Like, exactly. no, it's not about, it's about her just feeling comfortable, explore whatever comes to you. Exactly. It's not about, oh, now I have to dominate this guy. No, that's the whole point. If you If that's not what you're comfortable with, that's not your lane. And that's like I've said, like, some of these, you know, guys, I talk to their wives, some of the wives leave them because they're like, oh, wait, I could do all this? Like, okay, I don't want to. Like, they're not even in the mental space to have a cuckold relationship. They just now need to go do that experimental, I just want to fuck whoever I want to fuck. Um, and it'd be okay. That they, like, that they didn't do years yeah. ago. And maybe down the road, they'll be ready. Like, oh, I would love to have a cuckold here to like 
hold my legs or to clean me up after or to this or to that, whatever. But, you know, sometimes in the beginning, women just need to be like, like you're like presented with their options of, oh, my lifestyle could be whatever I want it to be. Wait, let me run with that. Let me, because what they, does that mean for me? Yeah. They're not always given, not, not always, but for the most of the time, most women don't, yeah. they're not, they're not given those options. And mm-hmm. that's, that's one of the things that, you know, not only that I enjoy about the lifestyle, but you know, I've had the pleasure of being around you and, you know, whether it's a splash or outside of splash and, you know, one of the things that I've always enjoyed about being around you is watching you interact with other women. I'm saying like how encouraging you are and like, yo, like, like, do you like if this guy is really if this man is really there for you, then he wants to see you be the best version of yourself. I got friends pegging their boyfriends now because like they took they took control of this and <laughs> they're happier than ever. You know, it's like it's just it oh it looks different for every person. It's just about, you know, what are you, what are you thinking about? They might be thinking about the same thing, have the conversation. And that's what I love about your podcast. You know, it just pushing for have the conversation and that's that's actually what I what I was going to bring up is you know one of the things that I often talk about in the beginning of you know many episodes that I do is I'm not trying to tell people to go one way or the other Mm, right I just want to stimulate the conversation yeah like have the conversation like talk about it put the topic out there what do you think about this do you agree do you disagree ask me what I think yeah you know what I'm saying? If you picture it, what does it look like for you? Let's talk about it. Absolutely. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, oh. and and that's, you know, one of the things that I've always been, or I've always tried to remain uh, cognizant of, you know, since I've had this podcast, is I, I've never wanted to come across as being preachy, mm. like acting like I'm standing on a high horse and I'm telling yeah. other people how to live their this life. This is the only right way. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. for sure. Like, mm-hmm. my thing is talk about it. I'm saying sit down, turn the music off, turn the TV off, put the kids to bed and have a real conversation. Like find out not only what she thinks about, what he thinks about, but what she's been through. Like, do you agree with that? Do you disagree with that? Like utilize critical thinking. I'm saying one of the things that I love about this lifestyle is just how cerebral it all is. Like I love the fact that you know, people talk about it and people think about it and people take time to reflect on it. And, you know, if there's anything that I can do with the platform that I have is, you know, I I want people to talk about it. And if they find you controversial, if they find you, you know, alienating or whatever, find out, okay, why Why? do you find her controversial? Mm -hmm. What what is it that she's saying that you have a problem with? Make a donation and ask me a question. Like, you know, (laughs) send somebody, ACLU, send me a receipt and ask me a question. I'll have a conversation with you. I'm not a psycho. I'm not mean, like, off the rip, unless you pay me to be. Come on. No, you're you're definitely not mean. (laughs) No, but I was like, you you know, some people just want to have a conversation. You you do have a no bullshit. I'm not going to necessarily dominate you just to do it. Like, you know, you can have a conversation with me. You do have a no bullshit mentality. Like, yeah, there, there are people who because there are some people that are just holding the like you're saying they're just blind. 
blocking. They're holding themselves back. They're not, they're afraid to have the conversation. They're afraid to even have the conversation with themselves. And I'm not judging anybody for that. I just want them to know that a lot of people have been there and a lot of people have, you know, needed something to help stimulate them to have the conversation. And we hope that, you know, this is it for them because you just don't even realize what your life can be sometimes until you just like, wait a minute, you know, really, that sounds hot. Like, hold on, let me think about that. There's nothing wrong with it. So one thing I will say is I, I always try to be mindful of the time. I'm actually surprised that so much time has passed so quickly. Yeah. And, what's, what's up? And like I said. I've been so good over here. I've kept my legs closed for the most part. I'm such see, a good guest. See, <laughs> see I'm, I'm, I'm trying to wear a splash. I'm so professional. And I'm trying to be like such a free good and clear and all of that good stuff. My cuck is just craving cream pies in the corner. He's just losing his mind. Barely, like, holding on for dear life. Look at him. Look at him. He, <laughs> he, he knows I'm too far away to punch him in the face, so now he's being sassy. Yeah, okay, yeah, sassy yeah. pants. Yeah, he doesn't know what to do with himself. <laughs> he doesn't, send, him home, send him home. He's not allowed to jerk off, so, I mean, yeah, yeah. he really doesn't know what to do send, with Yeah, send him, send him back home with blue balls. But uh, <laughs> but that's what I want people to, to take from this is... What we're trying to do is to stimulate conversation. You know what I'm saying? To ask yourself whether you agree with this, whether you don't agree with this, why? Like, why don't you agree with this? Like, have these conversations with the women in your life because I know I sound like I'm I'm, I'm beating a, a, a dead horse, but you have no idea how much shit the women in your life are holding inside and have that conversation with them. Like for real, like have that conversation and find out what they think, what they feel, what they want. How much they love black men. Just start the conversation. (laughs) (laughs) They might love them even more than you do. (laughs) Like being professional again. No, no, it's, 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 no, and it, it's it's interesting that you bring that up because I've talked to, you know, I've been doing this for over 20 years and I've had many, 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 many conversations. And it's no coincidence that whenever I ask people, okay, who brought this up first? Mm-hmm. I understand that it's predominantly the male partners who bring it up, mm. but I get it because if if the male if the male brings it up, and she's not with it, then there's really not much residual effect with that. Let's think about this too. Let's say he brings it up. She's with it. They go do it. And as soon as he, and I I already know that you know where I'm going with this. As soon as she's getting that good dick that she's like, finally like, I'm ready. Let's do it. You know what? This going to be fun. I'm going to have a great time. And now she's coming all over that dick. And now you in the corner, whether you're voyeur, whether you're maybe you're fucking somebody else even, but you just suddenly start having all those feelings. That's a real thing. You got to be prepared for that. You got to talk about that. This is an ongoing development. Like this isn't like a one, one time and everything's perfect. Your people, your people do, you know, you got to conversate. You got to be open. You got to talk to each other. You got to see where each other's at because she's having the best time. And she thought you were going to be really excited. 
about her having the best time. And now well, all of a sudden you got feelings. That, yeah, because you're the one you that know? brought it up. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying is like, so now she's all in it. Like you're exact. She's She's with it. She's like, yeah, this is the best thing. I can't wait. Like, and we're going to go home later and cuddle and we're going to have sex and we're going to talk about it. And this, but all you're thinking about now is like, oh my God, now I've regret. So, you know, you got to be in it together if you're going to do it together. You got to be on the same page. You got to be comfortable enough. And to that's talk. why kink dispensing for me is such a divisive, toxic. Yeah type of thing right because some women don't even know it's happening no too, exactly yeah. no because mm-hmm. it's it's not about her it's right. about you and she's in that sub mind of like whatever he says whatever yeah. he says whatever but he's not even focused on no, her at all so you, now it's problematic mm-hmm. yeah it's about you using Alpha her cucks. to get what you're looking for out of this i'm in charge well, you're yeah. caged in the corner everybody relax <laughs> Let's have a conversation. <laughs> and that's all this is about, is having yeah. a conversation. It's always about it because people, like, need to not only have the conversation, but be honest, like, be... Be, like, be real. They're be, you know, be do, real. If, if your dude's coming to you and talking about this, he's already being vulnerable. It's okay. Like, just believe him and put it back out there and be like, listen, if you're really down for this, because you're both being vulnerable, but that's what a relationship is. It's intimacy and being honest, and you got to just do it. And if you want 10 amazing sexy guys coming on your face he probably wants to watch it so just talk about it and that's why just talk about it (laughs) that's why i do what i do because you just want people to live their best lives and i admire you for i want no i want people to have the (laughs) conversation like like for real like i want people to have the conversation to your best life exactly Uh, it could lead to their best life or it could lead to them like hating each other i know and i'm the eternal optimist as well you know what i'm saying everybody thinks i'm so mean but i'm so like i'm just out here trying to i know you you know do the good work and that, I want and, people to have a good time. And that, just, was, and that was why I wanted I to want talk to you. I want women to realize, though, they don't need to have a cuck boyfriend. If you want to just be yourself, live in your life, and have some cuck slaves, you can do that, too. Live your life. There's no rules. Make your own rules. People can Ladies, s- the pussy is the power. People can say whatever they want about you. <laughs> I mean, a big old dick's got a lot of power, listen. too. I just say, yes, 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 daddy, whatever. But, you know. Listen to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm People can say it. whatever they want about you, but I feel like the one thing you know that, the truth. yeah, the one thing that cannot be denied about you is that you are pro woman. Yeah, fuck yeah. I'm pro women making their own choices, so I'm always going to be pro women. Yeah. Like if you whatever lifestyle you're living, you look me in my eyes and be like, "I am so fucking happy. I love this shit." I, you think I'm going to sit there? No, you need to. No, I'm going to be like, "Good for that's amazing. Good for you, girl." Fuck yeah. Live, you your, live your truth. Live your best life. Whatever makes you happy. What, what her makes her happy is not necessarily what any other woman going to make her happy. So it's not even just about me. Nah. And Every with, woman has their own thing. Period. And with that being said. Most of them I, like big black dick though. <laughs> I always try to be mindful of the time. And I'm getting like a red light over here. So I By your th- own equipment. Yeah. No. That, that's when I get below a certain like amount of time and it's like yo motherfucker you got <laughs> you got 30 minutes left before we shut the fuck out you know yeah, saying? you don't want to get cut off i feel nah, you not Absolutely. by my own shit no we got things to do anyway but thank you we've got plans thank you 
I'm saying for thank you coming on and being Truly. real and not giving a fuck. Anything saying, like I've been I, trying to give all the fucks because I respect you so much. I want to be respectful no, on your show. No, no, listen. <laughs> if a, they want to see the not giving a fuck, they can go to Twitter. It's oh, no, all no, good. No, and I'll, I'll I'll give them all the links. I'm saying I'll give them all the links that where they can go. But you know, I'm saying I'm a music dude, and from growing up with whether it's Public Enemy or you know Spike Lee doing his thing or KRS One, I'm no stranger to people not giving a fuck and trying to get a certain message out there. Yeah. And if I'm going to be true to what I talk about doing, then I want to stimulate conversation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whether you mm-hmm. agree, whether you disagree, I want to stimulate conversation. I want to get people to sit there and talk about things that maybe might make them uncomfortable yeah. and ask themselves, okay, why does this make me uncomfortable? Because there's a lot of girls out there being like, I'm a QOS. And then they're like just lining their pockets, pretending like black men. And they've literally never met a black man. But it's easy to hate on me because I'm out here confidently like calling shit out. So it's like, I don't mind. That's why I'm saying, I don't mind if people hate on me. You want to be mad at me? Be mad at me. But there's worse people out there doing a lot more detrimental shit. So like, you know. But have the conversation. Have the, let's, let's all talk about it. That's what I'm saying. I'm always here. I'm always ready. That's all they do is talk. I get paid to talk. I live to talk. I suck dick and I talk. I get fucked and I talk. I all I ever do is talk. I, somebody talk, needs to talk. stuff my fucking mouth. Yeah, I need like you, three dicks in there to stop talking. You I'm telling you what. Talk, 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 talk. Well, I'm saying come back to Splash tomorrow. I'm, sh- <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you Which, will get that. Listen, listen. I'm gonna get some cuck funded day passes and I'll be here. Listen, it's well. Thank you. It's too wonderful here. I never want to leave. I'm, 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 I'm not going to call you Lady Anaconda. I'm going to call you Miss Anaconda. Stop it. Thank you oh. for, for coming. And it was it was a pleasure meeting your king. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And it was a pleasure meeting your your cuck boy. You ain't got to give him all that. I'm saying I'm going to acknowledge it. I tolerated I, it. Because I, I love the lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? And I... He's and, so funny over and, there. And I said custom this, shirt. And I said this to you, and I'm, I'm not trying to blow your spot up, but one of the things oh, that I really enjoyed about, you know, spending time with you today is I know people don't get to really see the interaction that you have with your cuck. They, uh-huh. see, they see you online. I'm not nice to him. I don't know what you're about to say. I'm not nice to him. <laughs> I'm, I, yeah, I, I, I know I'm destroying the myth. I know I'm destroying the myth. But her and her cut have a great like. He's, I don't know what you're talking about. He's such a happy guy. I'm not nice to him. Yeah, he is such a happy guy. He's hanging out the window right now. I yeah. literally have him levitating yeah. three stories up. Whatever. <laughs> he is a happy guy. I've been kicking his balls this entire conversation. I have not seen him without a smile on his face. Ruining the whole my time. street grad. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying I have not seen him without a smile on his face the whole time. So I don't know. He's a, he's fiending for a cream pie. Well, I mean, fiending. That, that remains to be seen. You know what I'm saying if he could put it, shoot it up, he would. That remains to be seen. But with with that being said, I want to thank you. I'm saying for coming on. I'm 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 really curious. It's been I, amazing. I'm so glad we finally did this. Thank you so I'm much. I'm really curious to see the feedback that I get. I, <laughs> I know it's going to go. Hey, I'm here. If they got any questions, I am I not mean. Are. I am not scary. You're sweet. Everything I do is consensual. I want everyone to understand. I am a consensual female dominatrix. Like, I don't seek out people to like yell at them. 
Okay. And I am just keep doing just, you. I just want everybody to live their best life and live their truth. Male, female, in between, whatever you identify as. I just want you to live your truth. Let's keep it. doing you. And with that being said, I am your host, Michael C. (laughs) This has been another episode of the Keys and Anchors podcast. We have smashed, baby. That's right. And I will see you when I see you. Peace.